Everything grows. Talking everything grows. You already know that anything goes with the everything grows. Podcast. Hi, and welcome back, everyone, to the Everything Bros podcast. My name is Tony, the middle bro. I'm Will. I'm the oldest bro. I'm Matt. I'm the youngest bro. Today's topic is going to be a good one. We're titling this one Perceived Persona. Today we're going to be talking about what you think you're good at, what other people think you're good at, what motivated these changes. A lot of good stuff today. And as always, the oldest bro is going to kick us off. I feel like my entire openings are always just self-deprecating. Like last week I said, <laughs> I don't know what I have for breakfast. And to be honest, when you said, hey, we're going to do strengths and weaknesses, I said, I don't know <laughs> what I'm good or bad at. Um, and by the way, I hope people noticed the alliteration to all these titles. I think Tony takes a lot of pride going into these. So I, I really enjoyed the perceived persona. That's, um, that's my strength. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I feel like I have skills and things that I've I've worked on that I, I didn't think I would need to have going into like career wise specifically. Um, and it's so funny how I just look back at the things I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be good at this, or I don't know if I'm going to have to do this. And, and now they're things that I do so frequently. Uh, I really think that I'm decent at communicating to large groups of people. I mean, that's my job. And that's something that I think people take for granted a lot of the time is the idea that being good at just communicating to people is is really really important a quick story side note is i was a i was doing those and tony knows about this i was like doing those live streams with that one uh cycling youtuber where he was doing like question and answers like over like a group workout and it was like an easy cycling workout and at the end of it i was just talking to this guy his name is jeff and he said i really like having you on dude you're just pretty like natural and comfortable in terms of just you know, answering these questions and talking to people, I said, yeah, I think it's because I'm a teacher. So those are really applicable skills. I think if I were to say what your strength is, seeing you work as a teacher and obviously knowing you for many years, like the way you've, you've <laughs> sort of developed, just, oh, I've known you a few years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> yeah. You know, Say we're long-term friends, you know, it's just, it comes and goes for I, sure. I, my dear friend and colleague is my favorite phrase of mm -hmm. <laughs> professional life. But I mean, something that you're really good at, which is really hard to come by is the, you know, not only are you a good communicator, but you know what it is that they need to get. Yeah. Um, and some, I think when you, people, people talk, that... sometimes it's like, you're just not knowing where your end point is like they're just saying something to get their get something out of their mouth sort of deal but you're like it once they get it that's it succinct and done sort of deal yeah and that's uh, something i was going to say is it's called reading the temperature of the room you know it's kind of knowing where a group of people is at and knowing how to to pivot that conversation or how you're maneuvering that so but i don't know i also feel like that's a kind of a general a very generic thing like i'm i'm a people person sounds very but i don't know i guess that's the what we're well, looking like at different kinds of people persons 
Um, that didn't really. I don't know the good way to say that. People, people. There's different people, kinds of people. People, people. Yeah, that sounds weird. It's like a, it's like um, an alien. It's like an alien trying to communicate what humans are like. Like, hello, yeah, fellow persons. Um, I am a I am a people's person. Yes, but indeed. Like, you you are a good people person in a professional capacity, and not everyone is. You know, some people are a good people person in a social capacity, but not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying that I'm a dweeb when it comes to hanging out with people? Well, more so. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, yo, no, I'm totally kidding. Yo, that was on the tip of his tongue. Tip of his tongue. <laughs> he was going to say something else that was meaner. I know it. Yeah, I would. Um, no, but like just in general, like you're more, you're exceptional at it in the professional capacity. Well, thank you. And no problem. And I, I think. That I think this stems is a great from conversation a for our very, egos. <laughs> yeah, really. Being in a very don't worry, we'll get to the bad soon. Being okay. in a very <laughs> we'll get to uh, very formal profession as a teacher, not formal, but you have to be professional. In I all think hours that, of the I day. think professional is the word. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. that's the, the 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 main qualifier to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think then is a weakness that you have, Will? Because then me and Matt will confirm whether this is true or not. And I I was thinking about this so much today, um, and and I had a had a conversation with a student, and I acknowledged, and I think everybody has this. Again, it's going to sound generic, but when it comes to being a teacher, and when it comes to either you know you see a student frustrated, whether they're frustrated at you or whether they're frustrated at what they're doing, or something goes wrong for them that maybe has nothing to do with you or maybe it has everything to do with you. You know, it, it could go either way. It's really challenging not to take that stuff personally, especially mm. in a creative arts field where what we do is so intrinsic to our personality. Like I've tied up so much of my self-worth in my career and my job, as I'm sure you guys have too. And every other like 20 something year old has where you know, you're just in school for most of your life and then you get out of school and all of a sudden you have to find worth in other things. That That's something I have a really hard time distinguishing is that if something goes wrong for a student or if something is not going well in my classroom or something that could not have anything to do with me, I find it really hard to not take that personally. And it really affects me in a lot of negative ways that I sometimes can't cope with. And it's only heightened by all this pandemic stuff and virtual learning and everything that every teacher everywhere is, is dealing with. That's yeah. I, I would definitely agree. That is, is, is one of your weaknesses, but that's, that's more of like the separation between like your own, you know, personal side and then like your, your work side. But in reality, this whole, like this, like uh, this balance between the two is more realistic than this, split between the two like if you're trying to split it that's literally trying to split your brains or split your experiences sort of deal and like in reality that's like one does affect the other like you have a good you know maybe relaxing weekend away from work and then you come back to work refreshed that was a direct result of something that was personal you know what i mean like so of course it relates to each other so i mean that makes that's a pretty fair weakness yeah, and I think that even stems into another weakness of mine that, I, that I'm that i thinking of. Now that we're getting the ball rolling, I'm just like, gosh, I'm terrible at everything. Uh, <laughs> it's making me, it's making my brain work. Is that I, I, I will come up with a lot of barriers to entry 
on on certain tasks or I, I i get into this like ideal complex where there needs to be ideal circumstances or in order for me to get a task done or or in order for me to do something uh, in our in our little pre-podcast talk i was talking about how i'm i'm a shill for a coffee shop time and like going to a coffee shop and getting work done and i loved the the setup of that of you know i'm gonna go i'm gonna get my coffee i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna get my work done um and and that's one example of something where like i liked the situationalness uh, to make up a word of that and that was something i really enjoyed but not having that it's like i can't (laughs) i can't do it so you like it you like a thing to be particular like you want it to be in a particular way you know very specific preferences before you get to doing something and i would argue matthew is almost the exact opposite you matthew needs very little barrier to give something a try matthew's like like the kind of person that can fall asleep anywhere yeah, it's that's you know that kind of person. He's he's that kind of person, but about anything. I think Matthew's really good weakness, and I don't know if you know this about yourself, Matthew, is that it's once you once you've gotten the idea for something, it's it's like all the all your ideas are like a cliff, and there's just a bunch of like cement balls like sitting on the very edge of a cliff. And every time someone brings something up to Matthew, it just nudges the the ball, and it just goes zoosh like really quick no absolutely like once i like get an idea that i like i'll spend like four days in a row just with that and yeah i i totally agree like i remember i was like you know i kind of want to try uh making like a motion capture uh, like setup or something like of my own and i have this idea and then i spent four days buying stuff on amazon and by the end of the week i had a prototype that worked <laughs> so <laughs> i definitely agree though i didn't do some schoolwork during that week yeah um, but i mean it was fine matthew but. was the same way when he when he made these up when we were first talking about the ideas for this podcast and i said we should do the 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 hair like silhouette headline with the sunglasses for yeah. all of us and i think matthew literally turned these out within the span of like three four days and i don't think they were an insignificant amount of work and he's like yeah send me a picture of you wearing your sunglasses and do this i'm like okay he's 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 going for it i'm you want to know it's even no chill it, although it seemed like that it was in the span of like an hour that i did all of them <laughs> of course because i was just i was just cranking through them and the the version of our logo that's on like Spotify and in the videos thumbnails that's black with our like inverted colors, that was a random idea that came to me at like three a.m. and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do that real quick. <laughs> Please tell me you got out of bed just to execute that. I've not for that, but I have done that before. I've gotten mm. out of bed to do something because I'm like, wait, I should do this before. Are I go you to the bed. kind of person? And I know Tony is like this. I I think Tony. Okay, let me let me tie this back in. Because Tony is our Tony is so good at facilitating. That's why he's the one for the podcast. You yeah. know, it's so interesting what each of us brought to this podcast. And I might relate to this back to the podcast because I think it plays into all of our strengths, right? I was the one who presented the idea. You know, I was very big picture about it. I said, guys, I have this idea. I've had this idea for a while. Here's what I imagine it to be. Matthew was like, okay, I can totally handle the logos. And he edits the podcast. Tony, though, was like... I'm going to handle the topics and he facilitates groups of people. Um, Nothing is more infamous than the complete, just obliterated mess of a family gathering than the fold and crumple 
discussion of 2018, <laughs> 2019, where he's like, I, hmm, how can I just make this family gathering a little bit more interesting? And you just you kept bringing up like, yes, you have this point. But what about this idea? And it went on. I mean, it was literally two and a half hours. So I, I don't know. I, I was a little unfocused with this whole thing because my brain, that's one thing I'm terrible at is staying focused and talking too much. If you look at the how much each of us talk in this podcast, but Tony's really good at just facilitating things and moving things forward. <laughs> the facilitator is the is is my the, skill. The, yeah, the facilitator. The, yeah, for sure. I can I can keep I can uh you know rally the troops together, but I can also uh tear them apart. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> can you can bring you can bring people together, but you can tear them apart just as quickly. That's yeah. a the double edged sword of my of my strength is also a weakness sadly <laughs> yeah but really isn't a lot of our our strengths in in some way manifest into a weakness yeah i mean like mine manifests into poor sleep management poor time management like all that kind of stuff yeah i i would say that for me like the fact that i'm halfway decent with people means that i have to work doubly as hard to to stay organized or to manage all of the thoughts in my head um like I live off of to-do lists. If I don't write something down, I forget it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't get done. No, and it's 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 hard because you gotta it's hard to take up like what you're going to take up as that like new skill, for example. Like like doing a to-do list is something that maybe not a lot of people are doing, but then they gotta, you know, take that up and then it's supposed to add value in some sort of way. So like it's it's trying to find new skills that's going to become your strength or you see someone else's strength and you try to like adapt it into your own yeah. life. And, and here's a question I wanted to ask that that kind of made me think of this when you were just talking, Tony, is is what's a skill that you, like a deficiency that you had, that you had to develop into a skill that you now consider yourself proficient at? You know, what's, some, what's something that you got forced into being good at? Like when I became a teacher and all of the different simultaneous projects and literal small human beings i had to manage i mean there's so much that has to be done so in terms of project management organization like if there's one thing that i i improved on it was those things in particular um or like pandemic induced you know all of a sudden you know i'm a music teacher and all of a sudden we have these virtual concerts and whatever you know like video editing you know, I, I like hit up one of those YouTubers that had the skill, sh uh, the the Skillshare ad, <laughs> and I hit one of those up for a, a Final Cut Pro Skillshare tutorial. And now I'm, you know, not like a great video editor, but I got the basics down. I tell the story actually a lot to friends. So if anyone knows me kind of closely, you'll know that I've told this story. And like, it actually is a big part of me, which is not necessarily a skill that I've taken up, but I've developed as a lot. It's funny that you say that my skill is being a facilitator sort of deal because you like fat, you like, you know, go back in time to baby Tony uh, in like fourth or fifth grade or something like that. And you get a picture of a Tony that is not, you know, present day Tony. You get a picture of a kid who was really, really like socially awkward and like I just couldn't get along with different people. I was like, get angry a lot, like temper tantrums sort of deal. Um, and like chronically bullied and sort of deal. So like, you're just like kind of this sheltered person who's really defensive. And over time, very slowly and surely, like picking up 
these other like social cues of like, okay, how am I going to interact with this person? Or like, how am I going to react to this situation? And then a very conscious effort after over years and years and years of trying to like be that more open person and like leads me all the way, I guess, to being a facilitator sort of deal or a, you know, leader is what I would like to call that, uh, that, uh, that skill, but maybe that's just me. Is it on your resume? Is this under, maybe we should just like list the things, you know, that section that people put like, you know, related skills and experience. That's, we should just list that off on our resumes. Like, these are the things I think I'm good at <laughs> proficient in, in Microsoft word. <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring that it's so up. so funny you make that joke because all of my skills are just software. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew's like, when I put down, I'm good at word. Like I am good at it. <laughs> I have never once not act, not accidentally lost a document in Microsoft Word. I have never made a typo. I've never That's had the yellow underline. You know what's <laughs> one the thing red that, underline. that I am perpetually um, fearful of is, and one of the things that I had to get better at is I I was I was never the strongest writer. Um, I I, I was always, and you know it's so funny. I I really dislike as as a teacher putting kids in boxes like eh, you're a math and science kid or oh you're a reading writing kid i think it's such a dumb way to organize people and their skills you know in music whenever you're working on something nothing nothing is you know there's such such a thing as raw talent right and maybe we're going to get into a different conversation for a different episode that i'm making Can you just be a crescendo kid like uh, i only do crescendos That's, I, I only can't. do crescendos yeah i can't I, do anything I, I, else. No, I'm really <laughs> loud all the time i'm, I'm a forte guy i'm only but, a forte guy you know, so there's you're a percussionist that... <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest man those little bell kits that they play on there's no dynamic contrast on those things but no the point i'm trying to make is you know, we get put in boxes like Tony was put in the box of this shy, sheltered kid mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I think you also never get the opportunity in some ways to to develop or, or understand that things you are not good at are not what define you, but are just deficiencies that you can then improve on. So for me, writing the biggest thing that that forced that skill for me was writing emails to multiple hundreds of people, ceasing my principal on it and then her emailing me back saying you made a typo like that's the kind of stuff that just deepens that it's out fear. of nightmares it's out of nightmares yeah, for sure the thing of nightmare, right but you know i always thought like eh, i'm not a good writer but i wish i was told that hey you're not gonna have to write like five paragraph argumentative rhetorical essays but instead maybe you should figure out how to write emails <laughs> And I'm sure Matthew's yeah. not sending emails like that. So, you know, maybe that's not something he necessarily worries about because maybe a lot of the professors in a game design major just like email like they text, but I don't know. Oh my God, dude. They email. Yeah, they call them out, the time, Matt. Call them out. Most of the call time, <laughs> dude, the funniest thing that's ever happened to me, I think, is I emailed a professor and he responded to me on Discord. And we had never messaged before on disc. He PM me on discord and I was like, wait, who is this? And I looked at shared servers and it was all the school ones. I was like, Oh, did you text? Was, did you text back? Who dis? Is that how you no, did that? I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then I changed my stupid discord picture <laughs> to something more professional. <laughs> That's what he's got to be good at. Do you think Matt that like, 
let's let's go to like what Will's Will's chatting about. Like he had to learn how to do that, but he got it from social cues, kind of like I mean, in theory, you could make all the typos you wanted if no one's watching, sort of deal. But do you think? Oh, you I make to... all those typos when no one's watching. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like you're, you're texting, sort of deal. But I think one of Matthew's skills that I don't have, which is uh, the being able to just drown out sort of other people like put this little box around it's like nope i'm gonna do this sort of deal without the influence of of other people i think i think that's matthew's skill but do you think matt that that's that's yeah, accurate so. or you do stuff based off that yeah i think i can become really like focused on what's in front of me and like part of that is like you know screen management like i have a screen here i have a screen here and then i like put a window here i put a window there and I can go between all of those and not worry about what's directly to my right or behind me mm-hmm. or around me, rather, is a more uh, accurate term. I it's feel like, like, yeah, I can do that for sure. It's like noise-canceling headphones for his brain. He just Pretty drowns much, out all yeah, the stuff. Like, the, thing it, the thing about it is uh, my weakness that really like is tied to that is I have such a hard time starting like anything. And so I have such a hard time getting into that, getting into that mode. But when I do, there's nothing that can interrupt me. There's nothing that like stops me and I, I'll just work, do homework for like 14 hours. What is that called? Like the, the flow state, is it? Yeah. And like, I'll for, I won't even realize I'm hungry until my stomach hurts. And I'm like, oh, like I should really eat. It's been like eight hours or something. I guess to the point of the analogy earlier of like you're all the, the you know, the stone uh, balls at the top of the cliff and they get over. Those are still, you know, 400 pound stones. So they still got to yeah. get moved. But once they get moving, then they they're know, gone. Zoosh, as I said before. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you think then, because it's interesting, because whenever we're talking now that you're of any of your strengths you instantly bring up your weaknesses do you think other people like in your social circle for example see the weaknesses that you see or do they see a different set of ones or are they the same set of ones i th- i think no like in both like social and professional you know like i work as a graphic designer and they don't and in like that and in my program it's very project based and it's very visually project based not like a a paper or something and they don't see the process they see the final they see a picture basically they see a pretty picture yeah and that's all and you know they they say i need this or do this for the assignment the next day it's in front of them they don't care about the process they don't well they might care but in general like they don't think about it it's there why the process doesn't matter so they don't really see the potential struggles i might have had or unless they ask if it's like school then they sometimes do but yeah not not really i don't think that's something in general that gets noticed by people around me other than you guys because obviously we're related so (laughs) so then it's in theory they just see the the good stuff they see the final see the final product so maybe they just see an an overrepresentation of maybe the strengths for example sort yeah, of deal. Like, yeah for sure because like i'll make like a advanced like model or something really cool and some i'll show someone like oh my god that's so cool i can't even believe you can do that i'm like i mean you can do it too because it took me like 36 hours of work 
I'm like, if you put 36 hours of work into this, you could probably do it too. Like, it's, it's, uh, yeah. It definitely so. depends on who is, uh, who is, um, like looking at it. You guys ever seen that? I'm gonna take this a little less serious. You ever seen that, like, video of, like, it's like a dog staring at the camera or something, and it's like, mm-hmm. if only you could see yourself the way I see you or something. And you think of, like, a dog of, they're just, unconditional love that they're giving you and if they you see how they're seeing you then it's just all these amazing immaculate things like i mean it definitely depends on who is 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 giving that so like will for example like you keep talking about teacher stuff and like how students and like how your your coworkers see you but i mean like what about like friends like other people in your as you're talking about like your um like uh, artistic you know, circle how do those a, people see i have a fun story that's somewhat related but not related so i remember when i was in middle school because this is back to the socially awkward tony that i totally remember learning how to solve a rubik's cube but because i thought it would make me interesting and i thought i would actually make <laughs> friends with that when i was in middle school no i'm 100 serious um that just made me think of that because we're talking about social situations and, and social cues and I I feel like I try not to learn to to think too much though about other people's perception of me in terms of what what they might think I'm good or bad at um because I think that could be a little bit paralyzing personally because I I feel like in in some ways I'm so acutely aware of the mistakes I make and the things that I I mess up that the last thing I need is for my brain to tell me Hey, but have you ever thought of the fact that you messed this up so this person thinks this of you? You know, that that just seems really, uh, really debilitating. Um, I try and think about the people I'm around. And, you know, this this is maybe, you know, because of this whole creative cluster of my groups. You know, we call it a creative cluster where we just get together every week and just talk about creative things and and just check in with each other. You know, that group of people is is acutely focused on developing strengths creatively um you know we're in a creative field and I, I teach a creative subject but i think if i'm not doing things to keep my own creativity going then i'm doing them a disservice but yeah i can't i can't get caught up with what i think other people think of me or at least people that aren't within my own inner circle that i think I'm, and that's what you're yeah you're gonna attack i'm you're glad you go. i'm glad to visit. so you can probably guess my next question which is whose opinion matters nobody's I okay think very thanks highly for the answer <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't I'm not know, taking Tony. notes but i'm gonna write it down <laughs> <laughs> be like man these guys are really spitting some facts here <laughs> these are some Nobody. new innovative ideas i've never thought of before <laughs> I, I think i think there's a, there's a point and i agree with you that like yeah you can't look into it too deep or like uh, you can't get everybody's opinion, for example, or look to you know all these different places. Um, it's like the it's like the thing of like uh, why argue with a random person on the internet when it's just a random person, but if that random person is a very close friend or it's if you're a professional, if it's a higher up sort of deal, like it's, it's I think in my opinion is that there are people who's opinions you should look for or yeah, absolutely you get feedback from especially in a professional sense what's the what's the phrase like you're you're the product of like the five people who are like closest to you or something right. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that matters a lot, especially to tie this back into the topic. If there's something that you're terrible at, surround yourself with people who are awesome at that. Or, or what's the other cliche? Uh, uh, if you're the dumbest person in the room, you're in the right room. You know, there's all these things that, you know, you, you should be surrounding yourself with people. And Tony's like, hmm, that's every room I walk into. I was <laughs> gonna say, I'm, I'm always in the right room. That's <laughs> Weird. I must be going through the right doors a lot of the time. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the right state. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh. I mean, this is a revolving is so... door what happened here <laughs> <laughs> you're like man i must be in the right room all the time but the room is actually mirrors <laughs> yo yo why you... <laughs> you just mess with tony's mind it's <laughs> oh, a totally different way to think about that be like <laughs> but i i think to, to bring that back into into focus a little bit that i <laughs> sorry now i'm just imagining myself in like a mirror fun house being like wow i'm so smart <laughs> just the insanity of that everyone in here is so good looking i know <laughs> i know tell me about it it's the clown video or whatever it's like you're just like looking at yourself in a mirror but it's like all the you know you get the nose and the makeup sort the, of deal. yeah yeah it's slowly applied self- makeup yep this is the progression of becoming the clown <laughs> I think, yeah, I do think that there's people, you know, that your opinions, their opinions of you do matter. It's like with, it's with a grain of salt. And I I go back to that like dog thing of like some people's opinion of you will just be so inflated and sometimes you need that. So those are good people to keep around. AKA get a dog is what I'm trying to tell you. I was going to say, Tony, you seem to be really infatuated. Like, I think you need a dog. I agree. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say there. Yeah, get yeah, a, get a mean, cat. If they love you, you earned it. This is true. This that's is not very true. true. They're just going to hate you forever. Those, those things. Tony just doesn't understand how pets work. No, you really don't. But I think to answer whatever question you're asking, Tony, yes. Are there some people's opinions who, who you should care about? Yes. Should you care about everybody's opinion? No, of course not. But that's up to you to, to find that that group of people that those those five people if you will that are gonna make or break you know your group and what what's gonna be what's gonna be to this so let's go on to i think the last hitting point of of this topic this like personal persona is that your greatest attribute your greatest strength in theory will develop so Let's picture just picture yourself like five years from now, a couple of years from now. Will your greatest strength today hold the test of time? Do you think it's that good that it will still be your greatest strength in five years? Or some will something else take its place? Or is there something you want to take its place that would be more valuable or would take it up? I subscribe to the lifelong learner idea that you should always be constantly trying to learn stuff. I would think that in terms of like the spectrum of skills that I have or the things that I'm like, you know, if the things I'm good at are at the top and the things I'm bad at are at the bottom, I would just like everything to just shift, you know, mm. just everything shift up. You know, I think I'm, I'm a pretty good people person. I would even like to be a better people person because that would make me a better teacher. You know, I'm a, I'm an okay cyclist. I like to ride my bike, but you know, 
I'd like to be able to do that a little bit better, be a little bit fitter, be a little bit more in shape. I just think everything, I want it to move up. If everything is trending positively, I think I'm doing the right things. But, you know, I I would hope I'm not going to take any steps backwards in, in anything or if my priorities shift in, in what I find important and what deficiencies personally or professionally I need to work on, then yeah, I'll make adjustments here and there. Matt, you want to see a general, you want to see the average go up? Is that the same idea? Yeah, probably. I think there's some skills that could probably take the top pedestal. Um, but I think in general, you know, they should go up just pretty evenly. Um, although I do want to, in just in general, be more creative. And I think my creativity is like a skill or a, maybe more, it's more of an attribute that I want to go up, especially working in a very artistic field. And you're still like doing a bunch of training stuff. So not only do you want your average to go up, I imagine, you know, some of the things you have in like your lower tier, you're like for you're like first quartile, you want to go up to be that, you know, top skill or at least very yeah, close absolutely. to the top skill. I know one of my things that I'm like, I kind of have, I don't have necessarily FOMO, but I have like the fear of dropping something, you know, like you've picked up this skill and you kind of lose it. So for me, that kind of recently was weightlifting, right? So pre-pandemic oh, yeah. really got into it and was very consistently for almost two years doing and getting, you know, doing weightlifting stuff and the pandemic hit. And then that basically had not my choice had to go, but filled it with running you know filled it with other stuff starting a blog and like adding more things so there's like diversification of skills that i think should be at the top and i think would really value uh being at the top similar to a conversation we had a few weeks ago of like where do you see yourself in 10 years and like having those skills well i think i know what kind of skills i would want in 10 years so i might as well get going on them now so i think yeah. the average is a good idea but also I have ones that are not even on my, are not even, you know, top 10 sort of deal, but I want, I want there. You want to make some, you want to make some deposits in that skill bank, buddy. That's what you want to do. You know, you want to make, you want to make small investments here and there. And, you know, average, average return rate of 7%. You might want to see some improvement later on. The higher, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what, yeah. (laughs) One skill I need to look into is investing. Yeah. (laughs) I want, but I, sure, like, I, I think it's that's the idea is like you want to bank skills. You know, I might need this later on. You might, you don't know. You know, something could happen. Maybe, you know, you say running. Well, you could, you know, totally mess yourself up, but, you know, and have to recover from an injury, but you've sort of banked that away. Um, mm-hmm. I guess is, is what I'm thinking of. Like you haven't lost those skills in weightlifting. I mean, at least in fitness, things will come back given enough time, but. You're making some little little deposits in the yeah. in the skill bank. The same thing can kind of be said for like artistic skills. Like, you know, I if you're like a uh, a sculptor, like with clay or something, like you're good at sculpting. You're good at understanding form and figure and shaping things. And if you have that skill, you're probably good at digital sculpting, which is a very different even though they sound similar it's incredibly different but you have that artistic base you have that knowledge to be able to put it into an entirely different medium the same thing with like watercolor versus acrylic painting like they're they are different 
but the techniques and painting that you need for both can help carry over. That's so that's like not only, you know, banking a skill, but it's also like uh it translates really well to other skills that could can get in there. I like that a lot. I think that exactly. crossover is really important. That's, yeah. That's like, really cool. Yeah. Like a 2D animator, you know, they work in 2D, they draw it by hand. They can become very great 3D animators because 2D is harder. You have to create form with less stuff. <laughs> so going into 3D, they they have that base and they're good to go. So, yeah. All right. And with that, everybody, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the Everything Bros podcast. Uh, if you have any questions or other topic ideas, feel free to email us at everythingbrospodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the music that you're listening to right now and at the beginning of the podcast is by the great Mike Harrison. And with that, that is the Everything Bros podcast, where anything goes. Thanks for listening, everybody.